The opinions expressed on the Geek Show podcast are those of the panelists only. They do not reflect the views of Simmons Media Group, the Deseret News, or Comcast. Oh my God, stop it. Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome to it. Were you just whispering to... No. Were you whispering sweet nothings in Scott Pierce's ear? I was. What's going on, baby? Ear's a generous term. You look good today in your sweatshirt. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the, uh, the new episode, which is called The Fudge Truck, uh, will be here in just a few moments. Uh, but first, we have some uh, breaking news. Let me introduce everyone. Shannon Burnson, child educator and celebrity bouncer. Uh, actually, what I've decided, what I am now. Is I'm a licensed teacher that is forced to be a bartender because there's uh, no teaching job. Because there's nothing, nothing going on. Feels good. Feels good. So if I uh, punch you in the face at Burt's Tiki Lounge, it's because I'm very unhappy with my life. So deal with it. No, it's because he loves you. <laughs> uh, Brian Young, Swankmatron from BigShinyRobot.com. Howdy, sir. And uh, I am your host. I am Carrie Jackson. Okay. X96.com. Okay. The Lost Season Finale. Obviously, we got to talk about that. Yeah, That's obviously. First thing. First, first thing of all, we gotta... and can I congratulate the guys at Big Shiny Robot? Yes. Brian Young and those guys. One hell of an event that went off. I can't believe it was a packed house. 150 people there. It Thanks. was sad that none of them had heard of Big Shiny Robot, though. <laughs> or the Geek Show. <laughs> well, <laughs> some of them, some really? of them heard a Geek Show. Because I because yeah. I was pimping it on the radio show and yeah. uh, we mentioned it on on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, yeah. Well, I got up at the front. I'm like, how did you guys hear about this? Any of you guys see it in magazine? And like one guy's like, Woo. Yeah. yeah. And then another guy was like, okay, how many of you guys heard about it from BigShinyRobot.com? And like, like two guys, two guys were like, yay. <laughs> And I'm like, well, where the hell did you guys hear about this I heard this like from? four guys say, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a packed house. Like, we people got turned away. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's and one good. asshole named Cody got kicked out. Good for you, Kiss Cody. Kiss my ass, Cody. You douche. That's what but, I, I told his friend. He's a douche. But we, they know Big Shiny Robot now because I think we gave pretty much everybody a Big Shiny Robot sticker. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. It was good times. So, I have, I have some news and then we'll talk about it. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, Lost uh, finale, highest rated episode of Lost in two years, mm-hmm. which uh, they say was good, but they would they were expecting more given the amount of anticipation and publicity. But right. I, I well, think no matter how much you pimp this thing, unless you've been watching it, you're, you, you know, you're not going to get drawn into it. Right. If anything, it just brought all the people who used to watch it. Out right. for a one-time event. Well, I think one of the things with it is that uh, there's a lot of people who just simply aren't caught up yet, mm-hmm. and they're going to watch. I mean, they're they're invested, they're in, but for one reason or another, they've been watching it on the DVR or Hulu or whatever, and they just haven't caught up. And I think that's a lot of it. A lot of them have been watching it on uh, DVDs and, and I think Hulu. Rethink the ratings. I system. haven't watched a single episode on TV live this season because I've just I work Tuesday nights and. Mm. Uh, I, I've had to watch all of them on Hulu. I watch them all. Uh, I DVR them and watch them all like the next day, and uh, you know because I got to stay as current as I possibly can, you know, in my job. But uh, the, the the DVDs, uh, the final season will be August twenty fourth. Um, fast. That is fast, and it will include twenty minutes of additional storyline. Oh, good. That will be included uh, in, in the finale or total. Uh, in the finale, uh, from what I understand. Well, there's uh, a couple says, of moments. Yeah, it says it's in production now. A source uh, said uh, Damon and Carlton wanted to offer fans answers to additional questions they couldn't get in the body of the final show. So I'm guessing the way that's put in the final show, 20 minutes 
of extra in the final show. It's going to be 20 minutes of them getting Ben out from under that tree. <laughs> Come on, Ben. Well, I, I actually like... Get this off me! When, when I saw that, when he's like under the tree, I was like, oh shit, they're going to spend a lot of time getting him out from under the tree, and then it just cuts to the next scene, and he's like running away like nothing happened, and I'm, I, I guarantee some of the just deleted scenes are going to be them getting that tree out. They had to make him. room for all those commercials. You don't have time to save me, Jack. That's not important right now. I That's, gotta say. Yes. This is the first time I've actually just sat, well, in a long time, mm-hmm. sat and watched a program. A TV show? A, a program. Oh, I looked mean, at a program. You mean broadcast? Looked at a TV show. Me too. I haven't, um, I don't watch broadcast TV anymore. Right, you I watch do, it on your TiVo. On or the whatever, TiVo right? or whatever, yeah. Um, God damn, commercials are annoying. I hate them. Like, it was like every, I swear to God, every four minutes <laughs> last night. You know, I, I, I didn't like the commercials, but I liked the commercial breaks. I really thought that they, they cut it in a really, really well, sure. yeah. excellent way they didn't, they didn't to give many. you mini cliffhangers, especially that moment where Jack and Locke are running towards each other on the rocks, and mm. Jack just kind of... Well, they had that jump up, yeah. and it was like oh. ninja almost. And and the, uh, the whole audience in the theater was just like, yeah! Oh, <laughs> oh shit. shit. Commercial. <laughs> and that's... Complain about the commercials, and I will, but that was a great moment, and everybody was just buzzing for four minutes. So, uh, did, snap judgments, did it three. do what you wanted it to do? I've got some reviews here. Uh, you'll love these. New York Times said it was a bit of a cop-out. L.A. Times gives it one star out of five. USA Today uh, gave it four out of four stars. This this is a good one. Gawker said the finale was two and a half hours of slow-motion bullshittery. <laughs> <laughs> and the Onions AV Club liked it. They said it was highly effective. I, okay, so, what do you guys think? My, my th- when I left last night, I was like... First of all, what the hell could they have done, honestly, to make us all happy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay? you're right. People are complaining they didn't answer all the secrets from the uh, seasons before, but they've been kind of doing that. As you go. As we go for the last two seasons, since they decided they're going to end. We're like, we're going to make up some shit to make the stuff from the earlier seasons make sense, right? Um, this will be my review of it. Okay. Uh, I thought it was good enough. Good okay? enough. Good okay. enough. All right. All right. Um, I, for me, a, the, a big part of that show has always been the characters, and I got to see a lot of uh, redemption. I got to see like I and I teared up like three, four times. Really, watching it, yeah. five or six for me at least. Yeah, well, Aww. you know, I mean, like when Charlie remembered and when, and I hate that bit, Shannon. I thought for sure I was gonna be pissed when she showed up. Oh, so spoiler alert, dicks. Well, um, I was gonna say if you're, you know, yeah, I, I don't care, right? When she shows back up, and you know, and I was like, ah, oh, that I was like, ah. Oh. You know, and stuff like that. But um, here's what I've decided to do. I'm going to stop thinking about it. Because the more I think about it, really? the more I'm like, none of that makes any fucking sense. Yeah, See, exactly. I've been chewing <laughs> on it. I don't know if that's I've a good been, review or not. I've <laughs> been chewing on it since yesterday. Okay. And the more I think about it, the more I like it. Mm. Like, And I think, I think one of the things is that if they would have answered every mystery, I would have hated it. One of the things about Lost... They made it a bigger mystery in a way, but, though. But one of the things about Lost is that... Every episode, after every episode for the last six years, all we do is sit here and debate about every right. mystery and everything. And if they would have answered all of them, it wouldn't have been lost. That's I could, true. I couldn't sleep when I got home last night. Really? Yeah. And I was half in the bag. I was like... So, so I watched it. I was also sort of drunk and, and mm-hmm. a little sleepy. Uh, but I went back and reviewed a little bit of it. And could someone explain to me... What the fuck was it about? I <laughs> No, I, let, me, let me put it a better way. Um... So the theory is – well, let me explain to you what my first theory was. I, when I saw 
Jack lying where we yeah. started the series. You thought it was all like with his eyes closed. As he died. I thought that it was the plane crashed. He staggered over there. All of that shit flashed before his eyes. He lies down and dies. Him and the dog are the only ones that oh, that made me make. tear up for some reason too. And the reason that I thought that was is because in the closing credits, there's that fresh wreckage of an airplane mm-hmm. on a beach. But then I talked about that on the radio show this morning, and somebody said, and I have to go home and look now. Oh, he, he, is was that the Al Jazeera plane? But so he was wearing know. totally yeah. different clothes too. Yeah, he, and he was wasn't a wearing a suit. Remember, because he was in a suit. But but again, if. If and I heard you the, say on the morning, well, on the it, show this morning, well, that you thought that he, his clothes got blew off and exploded. Well, but, that, but I got, <laughs> well, I got thinking about it. No, and and the, the the show started with him on the beach in the suit with all the characters. So maybe that was part of life flashing before him in his head. He was in a suit. Nah. See, that's that's what I'm. Th- I don't know. That's it's one so of the confusing because I'm like, okay, that's one I got. You know. I was the one thing that did disappoint me was like you know I kind of called this season two supposedly the I was like oh, okay the island's fucking purgatory or something yeah I I, right? ca- I, I don't think it the island was early on too I really don't I think I think it's pretty clear in the show that everything on the island all of those mysteries are still unrevealed and we get to debate about them endlessly for the next twenty five years and I'm not going to do that the purgatory was the sideways universe well that's what I was thinking too it's like did they die at the end of the season. Well, and then Last another, and then I another theory like, I had was when the hydrogen bomb went yeah. off, they all died. Yeah. And but, then this next season was redemption because we stopped with flashbacks at that point, yeah. and it was all flash sideways. I think, I think the, the, the bomb going off and introducing the sideways realities after the bomb was going off was misdirection on the part of the, the, the film, purposeful misdirection, because they wanted us to feel like the opening of that episode was Jesus Christ at work. Yeah. But things are different. Desmond's on the plane. Desmond's on the plane wearing a wedding ring. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know? And as we go through, we're trying to figure out how these two realities are colliding. And I think that was the first moment where they showed us Purgatory, where it was sort of their lives in ideal. Um, you know? Yeah. It, they, they, they did what they wanted to, and they were sorting their lives out well. And as soon as they had it sorted out well, then they started remembering each other and remembering the reality of where they were. And that's when they were ready to go to the church at the end. Okay, well, let me ask you a few questions. What was Walt's importance? Because season two, it was all about... <laughs> Whoa! It was all he, about Oh, come that. on. Well, what was his importance? I think that initially um, he was going to be important, but they didn't realize that he was going <laughs> to... Grow up to be <laughs> ugly? four years that he was going to grow up and be <laughs> nine feet tall. Well, couldn't, you, <laughs> couldn't you get an actor that sort of looked like him, a kid actor? No, uh, I, I, I think, I think uh, the thing with Michael and Walt is that... Uh, we did see Michael yeah. four or five episodes ago, and he was dead, but he could still come back and, and talk to Hurley. The people who were dead and Desmond were able to come back to the reality plane, like ghosts or whatever. Yeah, they're the whispers. But if you look at everyone else on the show, if you look at everyone who's in the church at the end, they were all devoted to each other and the island and the mysteries of the island. Hmm. And Michael the entire time was devoted to Walt and, and Walt to his father and getting the hell off the island. Yeah. So they didn't have a place – in the mm. church with that group at the end. I just thought it was because they wouldn't let black people in the church. Anyway. Um, <laughs> My thing was like, so what happened to those other 300 people? They all just went to hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, they, had so a different, I, they had a different assembly place for a different time of their lives for uh, a different a different purpose. So, yeah, it just I – mean, I didn't we hate are, it. The thing is, I'm just glad I didn't walk out of there going, God damn it. 
Well, I want everyone to go back and watch that Sopranos finale, and I think you'll agree with me. That was a good finale. I fuck no. Uh, see, I'm, I'm still I'm standing by that statement. I think this was a good finale. And, and walking out of the theater, everybody's gut reaction leaving the theater was, I didn't like the ending, I liked the ending fine, or I was neutral about the ending. But when they talk about the ending, it was only that last two minutes. It was Christian Shepherd's speech in the church, mm-hmm. and then the light coming in, and everybody, and Jack collapsing in the re- in reality and dying. Closing Everybody eyes. said, that two minutes, I don't know what to think about yet. I need to digest that. I need to process that information. So, but but is, so is Hurley still back on the island? Yes. But he was also in the church. Yeah, I know. But Christian Shepherd said, yeah. time doesn't work there yeah. the way it works elsewhere. Okay. Everybody else died at separate times. Okay. But my, my point was, though, is that... Uh, Everyone coming out of that theater said that, that the two and a, two hours and 28 minutes leading up to that last two minutes were some of the best episodes of Lost. I, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It was um, some good TV. Can I just say that maybe watching that show last night has warped my reality a little bit because I've had a weird fucking day today. Okay. Well, just let me finish up some stuff here. Okay. Because um, i got to talk about my weird uh, Atropos is emailed. Having never watched a moment of this show, this is my interpretation based on the discussion this morning from my radio show. Uh, this is a quote from a movie. They say if you're dying and you're hanging on, you'll see devils tearing your life away. But if you've made your peace, the devils are really angels freeing you from the earth. That's from Jacob's Ladder. Because hmm. I heard that this morning, or I read that this morning on a geeky website saying, eh, they ripped off Jacob's Ladder. That's all the show was. They ripped off a lot of stuff. They ripped off a lot of comic books. Everybody I, rips off everything. On, on Big Shiny Robot, I wrote like this, this like, 300 word dissertation about how it's so much Kurt Vonnegut. Mm-hmm. Billy, you know, Desmond is Billy Pilgrim. Uh, the group of people at the church at the end of the is a cross that Vonnegut talked about in Cat's Cradle. Uh, books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your books. The, end of, the end of Breakfast of Champions with that giant etc. where you can have a logical conclusion in your story, but things clearly go on beyond that, hmm. uh, which is very resembling of real life. This is Jack's story, but you can see where Lapidus's story goes on uh, with Alpert's story, uh, Kate, Sawyer, Hurley, Ben. You can see where their stories go on. They could fill Mm -hmm. seasons with that, but this was Jack's story, which is why it opened with Jack opening his eyes and ended with him closing his eyes. I like your theory, dude. Oh, I I wish it it was right. Uh, It might be. Because I don't remember... uh, well, tell the, about the, the theory is because I don't think yeah. did you listen to the show this morning? Say here's here, here's what I thought. Lapidus, I there's no way he could have survived getting hit by a bulkhead of the submarine. Right. And I don't remember. But again, I was a little drunk a couple of times. So no, I, knew that. I think I thought he was. Dead. I don't remember him coming out with the rest. It was just like suddenly he washed up on right. shore. So I was kind of throwing out the theory. Maybe he died. He became the smoke. You know, the smoke monster took over his body. And he did, in fact, fly away at the end and got away. Which and, leaves it open for a movie if they and, need some bread. Well, you know. In about I, two years. I kind of liked that theory myself. I, so. and, and that's the beauty of it is that we will all still have theories about what happened. And that, that's why the finale of Lost was very true to Lost in that we've spent, what, the last 20 minutes debating theories yeah. about yeah. what the hell it meant. Right. And that's exactly what every other episode was. And that's what we all loved about it. All right. So, so in that in that I like case, it. I think it's a very big success. I like it. It was uh, still better than anything in season two, or season three. I mean, I was going to say season uh, season three. Yeah, that's uh, that's the weird one. Uh, so now, how did My this weird day. show affect your day? Well, first of all, I wake up. It's a week before June, <laughs> and wow. it's snowing here in Salt Lake City. Okay, weird enough. But anyway, so I'm walking back from school today, and uh, right in 
downtown Salt Lake City, uh, there's a giant chicken in the middle of the sidewalk, which just kind of freaked me out. Giant chicken? A live chicken? Like a live chicken just looking at me. Well, you know, they did pass that chicken I don't give a shit, dude. It was a big black, I think it was a rooster looking at me. Kind of freaked me out. I'm on the other side of the street. And then when I got almost to my house, Mm -hmm. a bunch of baby woodpeckers were trying to get up a tree. Baby, okay. <clears throat> so is that, is that it? Was the rooster the smoke monster? I don't or? know, but it really freaked me out, and I consulted my book of uh, oracles. <laughs> it told me to have two shots of mid-range vodka and chug as much uh, Pepsi Max as I could. I would have just consulted bottle. the farmer's almanac. But... <laughs> but it freaked me out. That chicken was big. <laughs> uh, let's get to some more latest news. Um, let me just say in one sentence, James Franco and monkeys. All right. Oh, yeah, he's excited? in the, uh, the, Planet, of the, the Planet of the Apes deal, prequel. right? Yeah, this is the uh, Planet of the Apes prequel, which is kind of a remake of Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, uh, the one where Caesar is the son of chimps Cornelius and Zira, but that won't happen, of course, Right. who traveled you know, back in time from the ape-dominated future, and in the current vision, the time travel angle has been dropped completely. Um, Caesar, if he's still called that, which I think he will be, gets his smarts via human experimentation. And they're going to start shooting this on July 5th. Well, you know, it could be cool. It could do like lead to a whole new series of Planet of the Apes, which I think could be kind of awesome. Yeah. And they're not going to do... We saw uh, it happen last time. Well, but they're they're, they're not going to do makeup. For this, all, this movie? All going to be CGI. That is going to be in three... three. I don't know. I, I don't have any problems with CGI personally, but I, 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 I think, I think it, as long as the CGI helps you get across the idea of your story, it's fine. I don't care. Uh, it's uh, it's going to have something to do with that kind of avatar kind of stuff, you know, where the faces or, yeah. you know, the actors and all that. So that'll be interesting. See. All right. Uh, let's see now. Uh, oh, True Blood. Mm. I know you're a fan. Mm. So I've got penis. I've got some uh, season three details, and it starts uh, here in July. Mm-hmm. The first 20 minutes of the season, you'll see three male series regulars naked. And two of them will be in the same scene together. So write uh-oh, that down. Uh-oh. Look forward to that. It's either going to be a threesome or some, uh, you know, there's some a, sexy man loving. A former Salt Lake City local who's a recurring character on uh, Who on uh, Lindsay Pulsifer, actually. She's been in a couple of short films I produced. Mm-hmm. She's uh, She was actually up for the role of Claire on Lost. And she's, like, identical to uh, Emily Ravine. But she couldn't do the Australian accent, so she didn't get the part. Oh. Uh, but yeah, she's a recurring vampire character on True Blood in season three, and she's a local here. She was on uh, she was on that show with with uh, Patrick Swayze before he died. Oh yeah, where and he was a detective or something. Yeah, something. Who, I don't know. Well, is she get naked least, in this True Blood? Do you know? I hope so. Get a hold of her. I, I, I'm her friend on Facebook under her <laughs> pseudonym. Let's, so uh, I'll let's ask. get her on the show. Yeah, send let's, her an email saying, "Hey, do you unleash the beast on season three? Release the hounds." Uh, a lot of talk about Men in Black three, and uh, they have cast a villain. I heard this. Did you hear about this? Yeah, and Jermaine Clement oh. from Flight of the Concord. God, what? A, now I want to see it. I hate this. Well, here's the thing, though. It's so. I mean, because we all saw Men in Black too. Laura Flynn Boyle was the villain. Why do you follow a lightweight uh, after the heavyweight performance of Vincent D'Onofrio, mm-hmm. who was, I still think, just brilliant oh, yeah. in that movie. He was and the then best you, part of that movie. And then you followed up with Laura Flynn Boyle. 
is Jermaine now because the bar is so low? Jermaine going to knock it out of the park because? Well, no, he's a. I think he's really funny. I've seen he's been in other stuff. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen Broncos. I didn't see that one because I heard it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, what was that? Uh, what was the one? The, uh, the samurai thing that he made. No, the anyway. Shark. Sharks versus eagles. Yeah, Sharks versus eagles. Thank yeah. you. He was good now. Uh, yes. He was really good in those Outback State commercials, too. He will be – was that him? Yeah. He will be playing uh, a villain named Boris, who is described as being charmy and creepy at the same time. You know what else is supposedly the Fly of the Concords are doing? What's that? They are uh, – the guy that directed a lot of the uh, episodes of their, of their TV show mm-hmm. is directing the new Muppet movie. And the big rumor is that the Fly of the Concords are writing several songs for the new Muppet I movie. I think that is – is that Dino Stantamopoulos is his name? I and if that's so. the case, he worked on Mr. Show and he also makes Moral Oral on Adult Swim, which are genius. Yeah. So. I'm way more excited for a new Muppet movie than another Men in Black movie. Me too. I hated the first two Men in Black movies with a passion. And uh, I'm really having a hard time caring. Oh. They could cast – George Lucas as the villain, and I still oh, wouldn't care. Bullshit. I'm, see, I no, love. Seriously. <laughs> I totally, I totally loved the first one. I really did, and then the second one just really left me cold. And this, I'm, I just hope that they can find our our drunk friend uh, Z. What's the actor's name? Ah, uh, oh, come on, you pussy! Uh, what, uh, What's his rip name? Torn. Oh. Rip Torn. They need to bring. Isn't him. he doing time? Rip Torn. No. No, he is. He like uh, he got drunk and like oh. ran over a mailbox or something. No, no. He, bro- he broke into a bank because oh, yeah, he thought it was, it was his house. It that's looked it, like my house. That yeah. was my house. That's what it was. It's a salty dog drink. Drink it, it you pussy. pussy. <laughs> I swear to God, I killed a woman, a man that looked just like you in Korea. Kids, go back and look at the Larry Sanders show. <laughs> possibly the greatest sitcom ever. Yeah. All right. I uh, got a, uh, you know, everyone's been talking about Smallville. Coming Not back for its final season next time around. Oh. And, you know, I, I was defending it on the last show. Yeah. You, you're right. It, it was not that good. But Drinking uh, blood. To, but uh, Kryptonians, not vampires. Well, it wasn't fucking even, assholes. It wasn't even vampires that. are hot, Shannon. It's a very decisive and well-played marketing move. But uh, he has said that season 10 will be the last season. And mm-hmm. more than likely, they're going to finally get him in the suit. Mm-hmm. And he'll become Superman and form the Justice League and all that stuff. But Tom Welling is putting it out there that he really, 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 really wants Lex to come back. Uh, so does everybody that yeah. ever watched that show. Can I say, I've actually, in the last couple of weeks, watched my first few epi- episodes of Smallville. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patty has had me watching them because she loves it. And I laughed hysterically through oh. them. It was like the last five episodes of season eight. Oh, dude. See, I'm going to tell you this right now. Go back and watch the pilot. The pilot showed so much promise. The oh, it pilot did, yeah. was great. Yeah, the pilot got us all excited and then it kind of fell and apart. And then it turned into a giant super turd. <laughs> super turd. Crypto turd. Crypto turd. All right, uh, a couple of quick things here. Um, the uh, Star Tours rides. I have the dates on both of them. They will close at Disneyland July 27th mm-hmm. and at the the uh, Florida location September 8th. Oh, July 27th? Yeah. I'm heading okay. down there on the 8th, actually, I, to take uh, a final ride. I need to renegotiate my plan. I was actually taking my kids to Disneyland on my Comic-Con trip so that they could go on Star Tours. But uh, I'm going to have to renegotiate that because I think those, yeah. those are down. But I did buy my tickets to the last tour to Endor for uh, – Star Wars Celebration. So I've never been to Disney Hollywood Studios or Hollywood 
uh, Florida. in Florida at all. And uh, they sold these extra tickets where you get into the park after everybody's closed. You can ride Star Tours and anything else in that little area as much as you want. And uh, they've got some fireworks show set to a Star Wars orchestra. You're going to rape an Ewok? I might. I, I would you? Well, I mean, you know, unless they give it up willingly, <laughs> you will have to. Uh, <laughs> It will reopen in 2011 with a new 3D immersion experience. Oh, good! That will take guests to familiar places in the Star Wars galaxy. The story is is that gonna, it's going to be more than one story. Mm. So, I'm it's also going to have that. a vacuum that George Lucas invented that just sucks the money right out of your pocket. <laughs> It'll be at the end. <laughs> uh, 20th Century Fox is going to release, uh, and this breaks my heart because I just bought the Blu-ray of Predator. This is the Predator Ultimate Hunter Edition, uh, June 29th, um, in addition to an all-new retrospective documentary oh, good. entitled Evolution of the Species, Hunters of Extreme Perfection. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. That's great. Uh, the release will also contain a $10 uh, gift certificate for Predators so you can go to the movie. They're going to give you $10 a movie money, uh, which, and that opens on July Which 9th, is now half a movie ticket. Yeah. I got that with Toy Story when I bought the Blu-rays. Yeah. They gave you movie money. You heard, uh, ticket prices have actually hit their highest point now. Uh, for Shrek 3D in New York, it's 20 bucks a ticket. Jesus. No shit. Yeah. <sighs> It'll be about six or seven years before it hits us here. But Hey, let's just completely cripple the movie industry. Well, I, I don't want to see a movie in New York anyway. Uh, I, I Yeah, it's not good. I don't know. I've been saying Noise. for a few years, if they drop ticket prices, they will sell more tickets and sell more concessions um, and make more money. By the way, can I just... Throw that out to the concert promoting industry, too? Hmm? Lower your ticket price? Jesus Christ. I, I want to go see the Black Keys, but I'm not going to spend $35 to go see them and then spend uh, $6 a beer. Thank you very much. I just blew 80 bucks on Paul McCartney. A Paul McCartney ticket. Just one? <laughs> they, they were 80 bucks a piece. Well, and I had to buy three. I mean, you know the police are like one of my favorite top five bands. And, yeah. and when they were touring, there was no way I was going to spend that kind of money for a ticket. It was like right. 100, 150 bucks. No. It's not going to do it. See, with Unless this, I, Jesus is the opening act. I figured this is my only chance to see a live Beatle. <laughs> Before they... He's going to do all wing songs, and I hope that happens to you. I will yeah. go see Ringo. I will. He's I been will, to Utah before. My I guess is he'll never come back. Uh, let's see. Uh, on TV this week, uh, Thursday night, the last episode of Flash Forward ever because mm-hmm. it was canceled. Okay. So all the cliffhangers that you witness on that night, just deal with just it. deal with them. You, yeah, write your own. <laughs> write your own fan fiction and uh, finish it up. It was a great idea for a show. Just didn't pan out. Uh, also that night, uh, Fox Movie Channel is playing The Fly and The Fly 2. How are they running that on TV? It's Fox Movie Channel, so oh, it, it, so will like, be, it will be. So edited. it's like Channel Nine Hundred and Four on. Yeah, it's kind of like us on Comcast. It's going to be twelve minutes long. But uh, of course, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Terminator Salvation will be on Cinemax, uh, opposite. Of this. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, Doctor Who on Saturday is all reruns. But the reason I bring it up is it's a marathon of the season so far. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's your chance to catch up. It's a Doctor Who on a Sci-Fi. And speaking of Doctor Who, Neil Gaiman has in fact delivered his Doctor Who episode script. Sweet. And uh, so that'll be interesting to uh, see what happened. My wife has decided she likes the new Doctor Who after uh, four episodes. See, I watched the first one, and I guess I haven't. I watched the first episode, and I haven't. I've never. I really watched any. I've watched like three David Tennant episodes and like two Christopher Eccleston episodes, mm-hmm. and I watched. Uh, that first episode with this new guy, and I really like him. He's got uh, 
He's got some. I, uh, I hear good things. Well, to him. Charity, yeah. like she loved David Tennant though. Like, and, and no, I he think was, this was, he like, was very good. He was yeah, awesome, yeah. and yeah. I think this always happens though with new doctors because she loved Christopher Eccleston too. It t- I think it takes. Everybody, three episodes to be like yeah. could be, but and uh, and like what they did in the first episode of his is like he's just kind of still getting into his skin. Uh, did they do that with the next few episodes too, or does he jump into it? Because I could no, see them using that as a a tool. He's all doctoring now. He's all doctoring. Oh, really? oh. Okay. Uh, also that night, the uh, Lost season uh, series finale is airing again, so you can feel the disappointment all over. <laughs> uh, Sunday nights, I want to recommend. Uh, Check it out, Doctor Steve Brule. I know, I know you're not a fan of. Well, no, Tim I Mary. love Brule. Well, he's got his own show. Shut up. Yeah, really? I will watch that. Doctor Steve Brule, welcome the, to check it out, Doctor Steve Brule. Does he? So he's yeah. He's uh, got, well, then his, I'm in. It's his I own am show. In. That and is the one thing that I'm like. I, I still tape. I still tape that horrible piece of shit uh, show. But and I fast forward, and if I see Steve, you look for Doctor Rule. Well, he's uh, he's got his own show uh, this coming Sunday night. The episode is Health. On the last one I watched, which was Food, you know, he does a yeah. whole thing about the importance of food, and he he wrote he writes a poem. And how then many he, episodes have there been? I don't know. I think this is this one coming up is number three. Okay, so well, I'll, uh, I'll tape it. Yeah, go back. Have your TiVo set. What should you do if you drop your ice cream on the on the ground? Ants. <laughs> Get on it. Isn't tonight? Eat it. It's extra protein, dummy, <laughs> for your health. Isn't tonight another ending of, of some show I've never watched? 24. Probably. I haven't watched 24. This is the last yeah. episode this tonight. Uh, also on Sunday, the 30th, uh, Sci-Fi is uh, doing a, a marathon of aquatic-themed monster flicks. Oh. So you get Sharks in Venice, Dino Croc, and Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. <laughs> Has anybody, have either of you guys seen that? I still have. Oh, my I'm, God. I'm Tebow that it. shit because it is amazing. I it want is... the Mega Piranha one, though, and they need to rerun that one. They need to do a movie of uh, Ryan Otley's new book, uh, Sea Bear and Grizzly Shark. <laughs> what? You haven't heard about Ryan Otley's new book, uh-uh. Sea Bear and Grizzly Shark? Utah's own. Why? Uh, is he writing hilarious. it? Or is he uh, it? He is writing one of the characters, and the guy who did The Astounding Wolfman is writing the other character. They they started it on their free, on the 24-hour comic book day, mm-hmm. and uh, Kirkman is actually going back and writing origins for them oh, to good. draw. <laughs> so and, this will be available soon, or is it on the uh, I think it might be out. I uh, I don't remember the website that it's got, but uh, we, we, did a re- we did an interview with them for Big Shiny Robot on it, and it's hilarious. So there you go, BigShinyRobot.com. Uh, all right, then that's uh, that's the news I have, and uh, let's talk about movie night, Carrie. Yes, movie night, the 30th, Sunday night, 5 p.m., Brewies. But it's actually going to be earlier than that. Well, we, we're going to start at noon because we're going to be uh, recording podcasts, GeekShowPodcast.com, and, uh, and filming them for television um, uh, starting at about uh, 12.30 or 1 yeah. at Brewies. And uh, we actually have lined up – I don't know if you heard this or not, Carrie. We've lined up a PA. Oh, good. Jeff Anderson. Uh, is going to let us use his PA, and uh, so you'll be able to hear us and um, just, oh my God, just bathe in our uh, awesomeness. In our awesomeness? Uh, bathe in, in your celebrity? Yeah. Uh, but then the movies start at 5 p.m., and it's a Battle of the Batmans, the battle for the worst. Which is the worst out of these two movies? Don't give me this, oh, the, the Mr. Freeze one one. That's not what we're talking about. No, no. Between these two, right. which one is the worst? The 1966 Batman with Adam West, or which I watched the last 40 minutes of the other night. The 1989 
version with uh, Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton. I don't think there's any contest there. I I think that the uh, the '89 Batman still holds up. No. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. But it's uh, also like our big two year anniversary deal. Yep. Two years, two Batmans, three shows. So, so next it's year we're going to do Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. Could. Yeah. Um, could. I would like to forward this that we, during one show, we have a, a mic kind of open up like we do at, uh, like they do at Comic Con mm-hmm. or whatever. And, uh, let question, people bring their questions. For the yeah. All right. Probably in that uh, dreaded third show. Maybe we'll do it. The <laughs> dreaded third show would be a good one. They'll all be like, ah, shut up. <laughs> Buy me a drink, asshole. You guys, everyone's always kissing your ass. All right. So uh, <laughs> join us. It's free at Brewies on uh, the 30th. All right. Now this is the episode from the basement. The Fudge Truck. The Fudge Truck. Is the name of the episode. Please to enjoy. Welcome back to the basement. Third show. <laughs> well, we've all eaten. Uh-huh. I, I, we should get one of those breathalyzer things you can buy now. And we should. Check people before the third show. They have those down in Florida go in ahead. nightclubs to see who can make them go higher. Go ahead, Shannon. Blow into there. <sighs> oh. Uh-oh. You're not driving the podcast. All right. Uh, anyway, yeah, let's uh, let's get this thing uh, going because we're we're gonna lose Pete Ash down here in a minute. Oh, um, uh, so we uh, we gotta get this uh, Geek <laughs> Show podcast. Sorry. Yeah, well, he's got to get home. You know, he's got stuff to do. He's got a big a life. He's, he's got companies. a campaign to win. Yes, <laughs> GeekShowPodcast.com. available in safe for work and not safe for work versions. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, buy our stuff because it helps pay for the uh, the Amstel light. Sorry about that, by the way. No, it's... Nope, nope. There is nothing goes. wrong with him, so what? Is it okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. But it pays for the PBR. Jimmy's drinking it. And thank you for that. And if you want to take any home, go right ahead. I uh, want to thank... Starting you. my car. Oh, good. I want to thank our uh, sponsors. Uh, first of all, Pete Ashdown, xmission.com. Hey. You're most welcome. Who uh, has been a Admiral really... Admiral Pete. He's president. As he's president. He's Pete. going to be your Commandante. president. I want to be vice president now. I've changed. All right. You vice Commandante. Be, yeah. You don't want to be his Jack Bauer anymore? I want to be vice president slash Jack Bauer. Okay. The JB. We send out All the right. vice. You're on, Shannon. Okay. Right. Got as long as he wears. The next Dick Cheney. Ooh. That, ooh. I'd be way more pro- wow. proactive. Well, Don't shoot people with a gun into the White House. Uh, but uh, we want to thank uh, him for uh, paying for the party as well. Uh, he gives us a uh, fine, fine uh, internet connection, web and email hosting and uh, 24-7 service and technical support, fast connections, uh, zero downtime on hospital, it says here, on hospital-grade power and secure primary and secondary backup systems. I'm sure that means hospital something grade. to yeah. somebody. Uh, it means when the apocalypse comes, I'm going down to X Mission because I'm going to have all everything. the power, everything I need. You know what? I, and I love that your uh, office or your building, it looks like a goddamn uh, superhero headquarters. Yes. Oh, the, the lights? All the lights and stuff? Yeah. Meanwhile, we at the Hall of Ashdown. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thank you. And uh, Dan Laptop Man, PCLaptops.com. Yay, we love you. Yay. Who uh, is uh, very proud of this PCL777 Devastator. It's just... It's destroying all the other computers. It is. It's, it's, it's the thing with the ATI 5870. 
the ultimate mega mobile super isn't video card universe. Isn't this how Terminator started? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Skynet. Skynet. Yeah. Yes. Which is why it's good to be friends with Dan because when they take over, we'll yep. be it's well, like, oh, we know him. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there won't be any computers taking over our spots on the podcast. That's true. I am, Jeff. Vice. <laughs> is that the kid on the Megaplex pre-show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could be Mike. more animated. Yeah. My. Uh, let's see. And uh, so thank you for that. PCLabsOps.com. Uh, Dr. Volts, 2043 East, 3300 South. Thank you, Dave. Dr. Volts, uh, for all of your uh, comic books and uh, toys and collectibles and uh, geeky T-shirts and all that stuff, he can get it for you. Mm-hmm. Go in and uh, take a look at the uh, the magazine. is is called uh, uh, Previews. Previews. And uh, you can see what's on its way. Mm-hmm. And, and the stuff I recommend on the show is, without fail, stuff that comes from Dr. Volts. Well, that's the only place I go. Comcast Channel 1, Utah On Demand, Around Town. Hi, TV. How are you? Uh, welcome to it. Uh, also, thanks to advancedgraphics.com for the wall jammer of the Geek Show logo. You Get can, your wall jammed. You can have one made of whatever you want at advancedgraphics.com. <laughs> and, and, I, and I want one. What I'm going to get is War Machine with Jimmy's face posted over it. And I'm I told you. You're going to stick it above his bed. The wall jammer I'm getting is when they put Short Circuit 2 on Blu-ray. I'm going to get Johnny Five jumping up in gold. He's going to go right on my ceiling so I can sleep at that at night. Every Short day. Circuit 2. Short Circuit 1 no. already on Blu-ray. So we're halfway oh, okay. there. We're halfway there. I so, saw one of our episodes on Comcast On Demand. And it, and talking huh? to Con, like it it's went mine. like this. <laughs> Welcome to the basement. Eat more ham. <laughs> <laughs> A few bleeps here and there. Uh, now, Pete Ashdown just made a confession, and uh, <laughs> I just think that it's uh, amazing that he has the entire how many episode run of Galactica 1980? Uh, and no, I'm not talking about the original Galactica. Right, I'm right. talking about after they got to the Earth. Where yes. they, it, it, I've got them all. Well, because there was there was one season of Battlestar Galactica originally, and that was in uh, 78, 79. Mr. Pierce, right in there. Yes, thank you. Uh, and then canceled fan uprising. Well, we can't give you Galactica. We'll give you Galactica 1980. Here's the deal. And they, and, and they, they had like the the super smart Uber child that led the. And, and, and Lauren Green was long gone. Mm-hmm. But, no, Lauren uh, Green was in it. He, he wasn't was there. And uh, oh yeah, you're right. Because yeah. they sent like. The sons of Starbuck and well, Apollo down or was something. Boxy had grown up. Boxy, oh, that's right. The and and uh, then there was uh, another Starbuck, but they had the flying motorcycles. Yes. Well, I, I, I confess I've only watched it once since now, I got it. So. Now, was was Muffy on that show? You know, he should have been, really. Muffet? The, the, yep, yep, oh, yep, 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 the yep, robot yep. dog. The robot dog, no. Yeah. Daggett. How Dag do you it. not? Daggett. The chimp in a dog suit. How do you not have? Because he's a robot. He would have been alive still, right? Mm-hmm. Could have broken Maybe down. The Cylons they realized how goddamn annoying he was. They destroyed him. <laughs> anyway. So I was taking a look here at uh, some of the uh, old shows that Hulu is offering, mm-hmm. and I'm just wondering: do we do we need to go back and see any of these? I can see at least one. What, Greatest American Hero? Well, no. Well, of course. That just goes without saying. Punky Bruce. Uh, no, uh, Journeyman. Journeyman. Journeyman is on there? Yeah. yeah. And, and which version of Night Stalker? Uh, By the it, shitty one. It, <laughs> which, what do you mean the shitty one? The, what, the, 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 the remake. The remake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm just taking a look at this. You've got... Oh, uh, gallery. Which the, shitty one? The, you, you got the original. You got 1980. Eight episodes of Galactica 1980. Yes. Time Tunnel. Uh, Lost in Space. Oh, Big Guy and Rusty the Robot cartoon. That was good. Big Guy and Rusty the Robot, mm-hmm. Outer Limits, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, the cartoon. 
Yeah. Gigantor. Gigantor is I great. I enjoyed the Gigantor, but I was Oh, the Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk, all 62 episodes. Uh, the Invisible Man from 2000. And Battlestar, or uh, Babylon 5 is on that list, Babylon too. Babylon 5. Um, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, season one. Uh, <laughs> Mantis. Mantis. <laughs> Mantis. Mantis. It was a about, about is, is Auto Man on there? The, oh. the pseudo TV Tron. I don't I see it. I love that show so much. <laughs> it's got to be somewhere though, but it, I don't have it on this list. What but, was that uh, little thing? Cursor. Is yeah. That what is his name? Cursor. Wow. S- Speed. Desi Racer. Arnaz Jr. was on that show. So good. Uh, you've got. Um, <laughs> Desi Arnaz. Wow. Jr. Really? Yeah. Remember, yeah, remember that he would drive I, around his car and it turned fast, and his face would slam against the window because. Yep. Can't do that. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, you don't remember Auto Man? Seriously? I don't. It was Tron the TV show. It was the TV show. I think like that's why I didn't watch it. There was this guy. His Scott, name was, you, was, his name you was, loved that show, didn't you? I don't remember it. And what year was it? There was a guy. His name right was, after Tron. It's <laughs> 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 Tron. Yeah. This pitch is this Tron, but in real life. Yeah. So there was this guy, and his name was Auto Man. Okay. And he was made out of computer stuff. <laughs> computer stuff. Yeah. yeah, he came out of the computer world into the real world. Right. It was How like kind of opposite Tron. But he had a little guy with him named Cursor oh. that floated around, it, right? It was Nort. And it would it could uh, make it, it could make cars. I don't know about this. And baby. motorcycles. <laughs> it could make a motorcycle. And I believe maybe a helicopter. Was it like bit in, in Tron, but smarter? Yes. He was like he could say something like yes. No. No, it just went. Yes, yes, yes. yes. No, 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 I think think Cursor just went. Ham. Ham. (laughs) But it was great. It was really good. Um, (laughs) Auto Man didn't understand our world because he's a computer man. Right? He was like a fish out of water. (laughs) You know, between the two. And Desi R's Nes Jr. What else I have to say? Little Shut Ricky. up, you. Um, I said between shows that we have, you know, we have very fond memories of, of a lot of things well, from yeah, when we were I mean, kids. And for the most part, we should remember those things and not try to experience them Misfits again, of science. Because then we'll notice that they're, like, like really bad. You know Mighty what I don't understand? his dog, Ugg. Yeah. What? I mean, Greatest yeah. American Hero. Not a good show. The, the first is, season of I don't, I, it's awesome. Scott, yep. I, I don't understand is what, when I subject my kids to what I experienced in my childhood, like, the like 2600. Yeah. It's not fun for them. It's not. <laughs> right? yeah. My kids said to me not too terribly long ago, you know, what could I possibly have done with my time when I was a teenager? <laughs> because I didn't have an iPod and I didn't have computer mm-hmm. and I didn't have computer games and all this kind of stuff. And I made my own adventures you know, outside. Sticking <laughs> a ball. I said, I, you know, I used to go out and play that. with the dinosaurs. <laughs> I used yeah. to watch Scramble K- Cable house. TV. <laughs> If you peek really close, you can see the titties. I used to hide in the bushes with Playboy magazines. That's right. I mean, we had cable TV before there were cable networks. I had the Sears you know, catalog. It was just for, for reception and National and Geographic stations from other cities. It was amazing. I heated my house with coal. And I loved, loved it. my dad. <laughs> the ice box. All right. Um, <laughs> the ice box. Very good. What let's, the let's, hell is the ice box? Oh, the ice refrigerator. Box? It was ice. Oh, no, I, thought put... we're, I thought we were still talking no. about TV shows. Uh, <laughs> He's a villain on Desperate Housewives. Yes, yes. You don't know this? Yes. Hooks up her hands. Um, let... <laughs> that would be cool. Ice box. Let's go from Mr. The past. Whatever the hell we were talking about. To the future. The future. The future. To the future. Well, we have Pete Ash down here. I want to uh, have him explain to me um, net neutrality. Uh, I've tried... Reading articles about this, 
And, you know, I'm not real smart about it. Um, what is – can you dumb it down for me? Well, this, this started um, when a CEO of um, – I think it was Southwestern Bell before they were acquired by AT&T stood up at a shareholders meeting and started thumping his hand on the podium about how Google – was stealing from them and that they should be able to charge Google more for using Southwestern Bell's network. Using the phone lines. Right. Okay. And uh, it has since expanded, especially with Comcast, because Comcast... Um, On demand? Yes. Channel one. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> Wink! <around> maybe, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't even say. No, just don't uh, have to worry about Anyway, it. Comcast um, doesn't particularly like BitTorrent traffic. Uh, the... I was explaining this to Dan earlier. The, the thing that is uh, good about XMission is that we, our customers take as much information as our web hosters that we also provide business to serve. So we're pretty much asymmetric as far as downloads and uploads. Oh, okay. Well, Comcast isn't like that. They're mostly downloads. And they started um, deprioritizing that traffic and blocking that traffic and saying you couldn't do that kind of traffic on the internet. Now, there's a lot of alarmists out there that say, well, they're going to say what websites are good and can pay for it, like NBC oh. Universal, and what websites are bad, like Geek Show Cockcast. Is that what you almost said? That's our Saturday night show. I am so sorry, Mrs. Ashdown. I am so sorry. Like geekshowpodcast.com. Yes, because we, yes. Okay. So you would. You would start ranking and you would start channelizing the Internet in a sense where companies that could pay for it like Sony and Universal and bigger companies uh, would have more access to the Internet than the smaller mom and pops. Okay. So it, it would take le- longer to download from these smaller websites? Mom and pops. Okay. They, 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 the big companies would have higher priority. So it would be kind of a Walmart effect. The, the pro- yeah, but the problem is, is um, Comcast and uh, other big telco companies are, are run by these um, – VPs that don't really know the whole aspect of the internet. Does that sound familiar, Carrie? Yeah, it sounds uh, awfully familiar, <laughs> and, actually. Right. If, they said, <laughs> if they said, we're going to deprioritize Google because they're not going to pay our extortion fee, mm. how happy would their customers be? Uh, not too. Yeah. yeah, I can't get to Google. What's the problem? Yeah. They'd be calling up support and saying, you know, what's the problem with your network? Yeah, I can't, I can't get- check my Gmail. We can't check my Gmail. Or I can't get to XYZ site that's deprioritized. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot no. of people are saying, well, net neutrality means the government government needs to step in and say everything is equal on the Internet. Yes. Okay. Now, I favor an in-between solution. Um, I have good reasons for blocking traffic on X Mission, like people who are spamming my network. We literally block billions of attempts every day for people trying to spam our customers. Really? Oh. Um, attacks on the network, people who are sending tons of bad traffic on the network. Um, that's something that we deprioritize. Uh, gaming traffic needs a higher priority than, say, YouTube traffic. Mm-hmm. And so there are good reasons to, to be in there messing around and, and making things good for your customers. Um, in the past, uh, the FCC has stepped in and said to one Internet service provider in particular – uh, who was blocking Vonage so they could sell their own voice service. Ah. Hmm. They slapped him and said, that's a bad thing to do. Good. Well, I never thought I'd say good to the FCC, by the way. Just a, a, number of, uh, <laughs> a number of groups took Comcast to, to the Supreme Court over the blocking of BitTorrent. Mm-hmm. 
And the Supreme Court said it's okay for Comcast to do that, and it's bad for FCC to monitor that and regulate that. Hmm. So it's in the state right now where the FCC is trying to change the definition of the Internet into telephone service so they can regulate it. Um, but it won't always be on the telephone line, will it? No. I, I didn't it's, think so. It's a weak-handed attempt. In yeah. So and in, in the end, encryption wins out. If you are um, somebody running BitTorrent over Comcast, they're looking for a specific style of Internet packet. Right, mm-hmm. and if it looks like BitTorrent, then they say, "Well, this is a lower priority." Well, you can encrypt that, so they don't know what it is. They're um, smart. It's, <laughs> it's it's the way the internet works. It's you like have, Magic Jack. You have a shift. You have a shift towards more freedom, and I argue that what we really need are municipal networks like Utopia. Mm-hmm. So Comcast and Quest and X-Mission and all the other providers are on an equal footing and they can all reach the customer in the same way. And if you don't like what one provider is doing, you can switch. But couldn't a smaller uh, c- uh, you know, city provided, couldn't they block sites that I want to go to? Well, I mean, that's... You're understanding it from the wrong level. The, okay. When you have a municipally provided re- network, it's okay. like the, municip- the municipality or the city providing the roads. Okay. Or, or water service. Or water service. Yeah. They, right. Well, they care that water and not, and not fudge is going through the, right. the water lines. But on the roads, they don't know what's inside the truck. Um, fudge. So, <laughs> I just <laughs> the fudge truck. <laughs> so there's a certain amount of monitoring that you know they they don't allow uh, uh, nuclear weapons to come across borders or chemical weapons or things like that. But overall, it's free market transport, and so they don't get involved in that layer. They just provide oh, okay. the roads for I things would, to travel. I would just worry that uh, you know, knowing <clears throat> here in Utah, our legislature might want to try to have their fingers in that. You know, but if they did. You encrypt. There's, there's a. I don't know how. Well, there's. <laughs> let I me, just want to look at boobies. Let I me like, tell. Let me. <laughs> let me tell you how and give Speaking your finger of to fingers the in that. All right. <laughs> oh, Shannon, you never fail to disappoint. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, Pete. Uh, there's a there's a service called Tor. T O R. and it stands for the Onion Router. And what it, it does is it's uh, nodes on the Internet that pass traffic to each other and then spit it out. Okay. So it gets passed randomly to several different nodes, and you don't know where the traffic came from or you don't know where it's going. So you can be completely anonymous through the Onion Router. And you may say, well, you know, certain legislators will say that's outrageous. How can you be un- anonymous on the Internet? Mm-hmm. Well, if you look back to the founding of this country um, – the founding fathers used pseudonyms when they were posting the bills on That's walls, true. and they were writing um, creeds against creeds against the government. Um, you see why he is my U.S. president? Right? There are good reasons yeah. for anonymity. There's whistleblowers. Yes. Uh, there's people that are they're calling the government out, um, and one of the founder one of the funders of the Onion Net, the Onion Router Tour is the U.S. Navy. Because they have agents going out that oh. need anonymity in the countries that they're in. They need to report back through the Internet. Okay. So. Just, when, I heard, you know, when I heard the whole Comcast uh, thing and, and they bought you know, NBC, mm. I just got Maybe. thinking, it, is it still not sure? Yeah, it's not finalized, but it probably will be. Just when I heard about that, I thought to myself, well, now 
see Comcast could could do something with their internet service and say, oh, the only place you can watch Office reruns is uh, on NBC, and, and you know. That's that's what I was concerned. I, and I'm about. sure they'll they'll try and do that um, because they think that's the best way to make money. But usually they're shooting themselves in the foot because yeah. they're limiting access to a resource that is otherwise acquired easily on the black market. That's true. Exactly. It would just yeah. encourage that yes. sort of behavior. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Well, what it comes down to is old white dudes in suits don't understand the internet's. Nope. Basically, that's why I worry you about. You don't have to wear a suit to be old, white, and not understand the internet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, I don't believe uh, it. When uh, when we had uh, when when I told uh, uh, the listeners that uh, you guys were going to be here, uh, you and uh, Dan, uh, I asked them what what do you want to know about, and Andy Wilson was said I, I I don't understand net neutrality, and and I had to agree with him. I he thinks it's the most important geek issue that no one is discussing. Because in my head, it was I thought it was like people were going to stop us from going to certain sites. Yeah. Well, and and that's what. You know, in one case, AT&T tried to censor a um, – oh, that what's that band from the Northwest? Pearl Jam. They, they tried to censor a Pearl Jam concert where they were speaking out against Bush, you know, a couple of years right. ago. Oh. But the fact that they did that, people – you know, if they hadn't done that, nobody would have noticed. Nobody would have gone to that concert. But the fact mm-hmm. they did that, suddenly the concert's available everywhere. Right. <laughs> so – Good example. One uh, one thing that you used to say about the internet, I can't remember the individual who said this, is that the internet interprets censorship as damage and routes around it. Ah, so that's, that's why true. I love it, and that's true. Like like if you know they take they took off like the a, a picture from Thor, the um, uh, Chris the Devastator, when they took off the, de- the oh uh, the destroyer, the, the destroyer. You're like, well, it's off. It's like, well, I'll just find it somehow, and it's there. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you can find, find it where you, you want. Just have to it's look. easy. Uh, let's see. Then the uh, the next question uh, was uh, for uh, Dan or, or or even you, uh, Jesse Lee Hilster. Uh, what are your feelings about the future of 3D display capable Blu-ray laptops and desktops? Oh. I'm interested in seeing how long it takes before computers can make televisions completely irrelevant. Well, it's it's happening. <laughs> it, it is. It's happening. In fact, we have a uh, at all our stores a Nvidia display with 3D gaming on computers and things like that. And that's become more prevalent. You're going to see it more in TVs, as you know, right now. And I think the big thing is with the movie theaters embracing it, again, you're going to see a lot more of that happening with computers and media and that. Um, video games are going to be moving towards that. Imagine our favorite Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2. And or Dig Dug. Or Dig Dug 3D. <laughs> yeah. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> I like dirt. Oh, it is my dirt. I like burger time. <laughs> like that Shannon likes. Time. Watch out for that. Whoa! Angry. Shannon has Jenna Jameson's greatest hits in Blu-ray 3D. Uh-uh. I don't want that. No. You have to get tested every time no. you watch it. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> but uh, Dig Dug flailing his hose right at you. Uh, well, I don't want to ruin my image because I do watch TV on the computer, but I don't think televisions are ever going to go away because. Not everybody, and, and I realize, you know, Lee isn't here to roll his eyes, but <laughs> if your choice is watching a foot, watching the Super Bowl on a laptop or watching it on a 42 or 50-inch TV, people want to watch it on a TV. You know what was weird about that, though, is, um, you know, I've got a couple of nice Sony HD TVs, and my daughter prefers to watch um, The Office on Hulu in her bedroom. And I'm like, why don't you come out and watch it on the big TV? And I'm she doesn't like it. Well, that I think, way. The, but you know, and I'm not saying, like I said, I watch TV shows too. But I, I think, think especially a, yes. sports. It's like, but it's a generational. I think thing. it is a generational <laughs> thing, and I'll say this because mm-hmm. you know we have our roommate Logan, right? And I do not watch TV on the internet. I, I can't do it. 
Right. Same thing I as rare, like, I rarely. Really? I, I can't do it. And um, but like we'll be watching something that Logan doesn't want. Like Glee makes him want to kill himself. <laughs> right? I'm with so, him on that. Ditto. Uh, I'm getting there. So, but he will sit and watch. He'll catch up on V for hours. You know, on his, on, 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 our, on our on our on our desktop computer that was given to us by. Uh, PC laptops. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. We love you. <laughs> Wink! I, uh, yeah, I, uh, there are some shows. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's the web-exclusive stuff I will sit and watch, and then if I miss a TV show, then yeah. I will watch it yeah. on the Internet. I, but I don't for the most that. part, I prefer to watch it on a television, but I think it is a generational thing. B- bingo. Um, but but uh, it, it, for me, it's like Iron Man 2. Watching it in 70 millimeter. Mm-hmm. It is the way to see Iron Man 2 as compared to watching it on a laptop. Oh, yeah. There right. are things that beg to be seen. Yeah. Again, Scott yeah. makes the Super Bowl comparison that need to be seen in, in that format. And there are things that are more modest in scope, like, say, The Office. The Office, well, yeah. It blows my mind that anybody can watch anything on an iPod. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, that's it's, so That st- is too small. Oh, oh. Yeah, I mean, you mm-hmm. could do a talk show, you know, like a Conan O'Brien kind of show. You could watch that on an yeah. iPod. Uh, but, uh, you know, stuff... Yeah, you're right. I mean, a Battlestar Galactica, I would want to watch on a TV. See, this is an argument we actually have with ABC because ABC, in order to save money, sends out almost nothing on DVD anymore. To, to let all, you preview it right, to review. There's, there's a website that, you know, there's oh. that we have to be registered oh, really? to, to, to review stuff. And our contention is, you know, for the most part, that's fine. But like um, uh, Pushing Daisies, that the reviews would not have been as good had because been, it was a really pretty because show. Because it was a beautiful show to look yeah. at. And watching it on a laptop is not the same as being able to sit down and watch. It, it doesn't do it justice. Yeah, it doesn't. So. I would have to agree. So yep. do you think that the, the 3D displays are moving? I mean, are people buying them? They're, they're very slow right now as far as, as the attraction because there's not a whole bunch of media now for people to consume. Right. And the oh. price point isn't there. But it's just like Blu-ray. Now that a Blu-ray player is, what, less than a couple hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's going to get one. Right? Well, I saw a thing, I think it was Nielsen research that got sent to me, and that I think it was like they were predicting that by 2016 that 3D TV would be in more than a third of homes, which seems very I, fast I think it's going to be 3D-capable TV, yeah, not like, people watching 3D all the yeah, time. 3D no. capable. Yeah, 3D-capable. Right. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah, because there are certain people who, much, who who don't like 3D. Well, that you, I, don't, I, don't, I don't at all. Uh, no. Francis Ford Coppola had a big thing where he came out uh, against it uh, this uh, this week, and I know you guys are not happy. Being film critics, you're not happy with uh, 3D. I think it's a gimmick that was used 15 years ago, Yeah, and it's 15? Back. Creature like, 50, 50, years, yeah. 50 years ago. Uh, yes. And but, but there are things that I really enjoy in 3D more than I did in 2D. I did not think I would say that, but How to Train Your Dragon in particular. In 3D. I liked it in there 3D. Are ways, I will say there are ways to utilize it, but I think the majority of people don't know how to do it right. Yes. Well, Clash, think, of, Clash of the Titans being the exactly. primary. I, mean, I keep thinking like when Green Lantern comes out, I'm like, that might be when I want to see in 3D because, I, yeah. of, his, because of his power set, right? And the space and yeah. all that stuff, yeah. That, would, that could be pretty cool. But I don't want to go see, um, you know, Sense and Sensibility in fucking 3D. But I think, I think, <laughs> when, I think of the film. You're not going to go see Sense and Sensibility. I want to see it in 2D. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, don't want to see that in any format. But. but is a filmmaker going to make that movie in 3D? That's See, I keep hearing that argument is, what are you going to do, Casablanca in 3D? I don't know, a filmmaker's not going to no, make that Casablanca in 3D. No, they wouldn't 3D. do it. But here's the thing, though. I so think, I don't understand that argument. 
But when you when you start making a movie in 3D, because we were talking about Thor maybe doing in 3D and Captain mm-hmm. America maybe doing in 3D, make a movie that's better and you know, focus on story, focus on acting. Well, I don't care if things well, can stick out of the screen into my eyes. Entertain me, but that's that's a childish entertainment. But, but don't you think that happens a lot? Because I mean, even to the, and, and it's a weird example, but um, when Disney made that dinosaurs TV show, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which I thought looked fantastic yeah. and it was beautiful to look at and fun, but it's like the scripts were horrible. Yeah, it was so, written by a retarded well, monkey. Yeah. But you would say the same thing whether it was in 3D or not. Give me a good movie. Right. Well, I'd always say give me a good movie, but if, if you are focusing on a 3D aspect, because that's what they're doing now. They think that this is going to sell the movie. If, if things – Clash of Titans is the perfect example. They didn't think it would do well on its own. If we turn it into 3D, then it will do well, and it just ruins it. People pay more well, money, and it's not doing the justice. Would that. Avatar have done as well in 2D? And I'm just – I think it would have. I really think it would have. James Cameron – it's, he's no he's no stranger to making a, you know a billion dollar movie. But the thing is though with uh, with uh, Clash of the Titans they were right. It made enough movie and there is going to be a sequel. I never said the public's smart. I just well, you know, anyway. Carol. Anyway, I think you're going to see a lot more with 3D if if the fans out there want to Google Microsoft Natal. Has anyone mm-hmm. heard of that? No. And that it's it's a basically a camera system where you can interact and do gaming, but you can use your body kind of minority report ish almost, which is cool, motion sensitive and everything. <laughs> And I think you'll see a lot more interaction with video, entertainment, TV, everything with that technology. Porno's well. going to do it first. Of you can course. Squeeze. You can see Shannon in the air going, wow, wow, wow. You know, um, acting it out. But, you know. We've, uh, we've got to close this up a little early because Mr. Ashdown must leave okay. us. Gentlemen. I didn't get a chance to ask you just quickly. Batman, Republican or Democrat? <laughs> Go. Libertarian. I'm going to say Republican because okay. he's got a ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for our gifts as well. Let's let's say goodbye to Pete properly. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Nathan Computer Girl from PC Laptops. It's our Ultra Mega Super Deluxe Crazy 2010 Final Spring Blowout Sale. We have hundreds and thousands of bucks of super kick booty computers. We got demos, scratch and dents, discontinued, strange colored, and clearance models for up to 50% off the original prices. All PC Laptops brand clearance models come with our exclusive PC Laptops Lifetime Service Guarantee. So you know you're covered. Sweet, isn't it? Got an old computer that runs like your big brother? Threw it off the roof? No problem, I will buy it from you. And we'll transfer all your pictures and stuff to your new PC Laptops computer for free. We have special financing on these for as well as $50 a month. OIC. Have I lost my little mind? Please visit any of our nine locations right now. Or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE. Or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, we love you! X-Mission has a new next-generation hosting platform called Stackable. Develop and test your web applications right on Stackable servers and push them to the live server with a single click. Test multiple versions of your site on Stackable and stop worrying about missing client deadlines altogether. You can increase or decrease server resources as your site traffic fluctuates, and Stackable will only bill you for what you use. Stackable will even load, balance everything for you at no additional cost. For more information, please visit stackable.com Dr. Volt's comic connection even Zack Shutt cannot escape the addictive powers of Dr. Volt's you have everything and online at drvolts.com 
Yes, uh, you can go and take a look there. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Uh, here's I get email all the time from uh, Geek Show podcast uh, listeners who say, I, I want to get back into comics. What should I uh, take a look at? Now, I can make recommendations, but the best thing to do is just go in and see Dave. And, and I know why people are asking me. is because most comic book stores are real tight asses about letting you read the comics. They got them in plastic, and you have to buy them. Well, that's that's different about Dr. Bolts, is you can go in and, and just peruse. Take an hour, hour and a half, and uh, just take a look at what he's got, and you'll be able to decide which comics you want to look into. So uh, get your hold there. A hold is where you give him a list of comic books. He'll show you the previews magazine. Give him a list of stuff that you want put in your hold every Wednesday so you don't have to be there when comic book day happens. Oh, that reminds me, free comic book day. It's the first Saturday in May, and it's just what it says. Free comic books. They're special comic books that are made. It looks like it'll be May 1st this year. Uh, free comic books that are made specially for the day. Designed to get you hooked. Just like drugs, the first one is always free. So 2043 East, 3300 South. Not just comic books, but toys and statues and collectibles. Go see him. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. I'm recording yeah, all of this. You can record my voice. You can record his voice. I'll sing a song. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you will tonight. Welcome to the Jimmy Martin Ringtone Generator. thing about that show? <laughs> yep. yep. Ready? Three. Ready. Two. One. And we are back. We all have uh, <clears throat> apologized to Pete Ashdown. Please it was nice having him as a sponsor. And uh, he, yes. well, we'll see. Please don't drop us. We Please. love you. I love you. Uh, let's see. Let's. I've got a bunch of stuff here. Uh, we're being joined by Too Tall Tony, who is... Uh, oh, hi, everyone. A, oh, shit, I didn't even see that happen. Who is an intern <laughs> and uh, a huge Green Lantern fan. Boom. That's true. Boost. You know you can kill him with a number two yellow pencil. <laughs> Not the new ones. I had a Green Lantern dream last night. Yellow once, pencils? once you've conquered your fear, you don't have the yellow weakness anymore. Yeah, dick. That's right. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you learn well, something. This makes perfect sense. I can understand why Shannon got uh, so upset about the whole kryptonite and red suns and all that kind of stuff. Shut the fuck up. What, uh, <laughs> what was your Green Lantern dream, Jimmy? What? No, it's actually a really bad dream. I don't want to talk about dreams, but here we go. Uh, I saw uh, uh, In my dream, I saw a picture of the costume the Green Lantern will wear in the upcoming movie, and it was a green janitor suit with a gas mask. Now, like I said... Now what? And a gas mask. You I don't like have it. to hire so, a star, then. I like it. No, it's really... I, and I remember in my dream going... No. That doesn't make very no. much sense. No, it's... I, I don't know what the fuck that was. Mm-hmm. I woke up going, nope. So, really? I think it's and interesting I that you about dream dreams. about Green Lantern. My favorite thing about... I saw an article one time, and he talked about dreams, and he goes, 10 things are awesome. One of them was, my dreams. And then 10 things that sucked, he goes, your dreams. So, <laughs> I hate talking about dreams. I killed Michael Douglas in a dream one time. You did? <laughs> did I have nightmares every night. Did he deserve it? You do? Pretty much. Like every night? Like what? <laughs> Well, usually they involve fighting with people or horrible things happening. I had oh, one it's just a relationship. About, it'll work itself out. I had one very recently about the paper being shut down. You know what's weird is uh, my wife has a reoccurring nightmare uh, that I'm smothering her with a pillow every night. <laughs> then she wakes just, up and I, she I, I, a giant marshmallow. And I, I assure her every night, just a dream. Why is the pension working? <laughs> this pension isn't working. By, by the way, my nightmare... 
is that I keep getting emails from Cody Taylor. Oh, oh. that's called a callback in the comedy business. <laughs> I haven't been encouraged. Cody, send me an email and I'll just forward it to Pierce. Oh, oh and I'll go. ignore it. I haven't been in college in two and a half decades and I still have nightmares about how I didn't finish some class or I'm not ready for the final. Or Really? God, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and he's naked. No, I, I said nightmares. So that would just kill me. I'm going to die falling to my death doke. Death doke? A death doke? Death doke. Because <laughs> I dream about that. Death doke. Uh, well, uh, Mr. Pierce, do you ever dream that you're a superhero? I have never dreamed oh, that I'm a superhero. I, have, I do all the time. I, I dream that I'm a superhero. You dream that I'm a superhero? Too. Yeah. My problem is, is whenever I dream that I'm a superhero, whenever I actually need the powers, they always fade away oh, at that point. Hmm. I have dreams so. of getting in fights and then hitting somebody, and it does nothing. Just it's like, yeah, <laughs> you pussy. Exactly. You know what? Have you ever I, dreamed that all your teeth fell out? Yes. yes. That's really yeah. cool. It means I'm lying cool. to myself. Apparently, thanks, Dream Book. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, the worst dreams I have is that I can't talk. Believe it or not. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking kryptonite. <laughs> The idea is somebody just sit holds- there in his head till it exploded. <laughs> Into confetti. Yes. Somebody holds a whole package of yellow pencils in front of you. Well, if you were to dream you were a superhero, Scott Pierce, what kind of superhero would you be? Probably a lame one. Uh, I don't know. You, Superman? Would, fact, you, would you just go that basic? You'd be Superman? I'd be able to log on the email. I have a test to find out. As long as I can check my email, I'm fine. I have a test to find out what kind of unpowered superhero you might be. Oh, okay. let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's have Scott Pierce. Let's not one it. with uh, without you know with powers, but this is like you know along the lines of kick ass. Uh, let's see how we do. Um, number one, here's the question: Scott Pierce. <laughs> and there are multiple choices, so wait for the answers. <laughs> okay. Serious. Why are you a superhero? I did. A, I'm deeply perturbed by perturbed by the criminal element in my community and too lazy to start a local chapter of the Guardian Angels. B, I've been doing this gig for like 80 years, even if I don't remember anymore. C, broads. D. (laughs) D. I think we could rule one out. (laughs) D. My family was the victim of the criminal element. Also, I enjoy dressing up as a ninja. E, my underoos become slightly tighter at the prospect of wanton murder. So what? Uh, B. You think B? So that would be, you've been doing it for 80 years. Okay, so there's plus three. So what, help me do the math here. Is this like a cosmopolitan quiz? Oh, yeah, I, I'll do it. I, no, okay, no, plus three? All right, here we go. All right. <laughs> I got it. Next I'm question really for is. Scott Pierce. What is your weapon of choice? <gasps> <laughs> Is this a multiple choice? Yes. Okay. I was curious, though. You can answer before I give you Never multiple mind. No, give an, an, give an answer to see if it might be on there. Well, there's no phasers. I, oh. No, but I, I can see the answer, actually. Quantum torpedoes? Um, a, fists and a sunny disposition. <laughs> Fisticuffs. Oh, that's new, new. B. That's just a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, B. Non-lethal armaments that cause nasty contusions. Uh, C. Anachronistic weaponry that I am inexplicably skilled with. D. Guns. Enough guns to make the NRA prolapse and fright. Or E. Untreated mental illness. <laughs> 
Well, I'll say C, even though I think it probably... Uh, C, so that would be plus four, sir. So I could be like a, be like a mace. Uh, yeah, okay. Could, like, kill yeah. people with a mace. <laughs> I'm loving this. I want to yeah. see this happen. Yeah. Same. Okay, question number three. Let's buy him the stuff. Okay. Question number three. What describes your costume best? Oh, God. <laughs> the cod piece. Extra, extra large. <laughs> <laughs> Is it A, just my everyday clothes? Uh, B, some sort of demure spandex bodysuit. Oh, Lord. <laughs> C, oh, no. some sort of fabulous spandex bodysuit. D, Kevlar. <laughs> or E, body, body odor. odor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 D. D. Body odor? Kevlar. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, plus eight. I, I was hoping you would choose one because, like, somebody would be like, dude, I was, uh, Trying to rob a bank, and this guy in a fucking Eeyore t-shirt showed up <laughs> kicked my ass. Now, we're, we're, it was now, humiliating. Now you realize once we find out what kind of non-power hero, he's going to need a name, so be thinking. Oh, Lord. All right. A, uh, a criminal is, here's the question, a criminal is absconding with an old lady's purse. You, A. I'm going to smash his head with that mace. All right. Chase the thug down, deliver an inspiring oratory, and retrieve the purse by convincing him to see a social worker. <laughs> Chase the thug down and give him the old one-two sweet chin music. Chase the thug down and shatter his solar plexus. D, shoot the thug and hand the purse back to the old woman who has suffered a massive coronary. (laughs) (laughs) And then E, kill the thug. What purse? Ooh, that's a hard one. That's a hard one for Scott Pierce, superhero. Uh, uh, C, even, well, I want it to be E, but I'm going to say C. Uh, you're going to say, see, chase the shark down, shatter his solar plexus. You have to chase him, though. With my, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Do I have to chase him to kill him? Well, all no, of those. No, he's got a gun. You shoot the him. Only two are only two are not chase. They're shoot the thug. I don't have a gun, though. Well, you have a mace, so you'll have to chase him. All right, then KC. we'll go with the original, then. Five. <laughs> How do you, maybe he's a slow thug. How do your it's a big purse. It's hard a, to carry. You've got a segue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was actually going to say a jazzy. <laughs> a segue in a mace. <laughs> he's going to show up like he's going to show up like Joe Blue. That's like hello, Michael. <laughs> hello, criminal. All right, All right. I was just watching. Uh-huh. Keep that. Oh, keep that God. in mind. We might use it in his armory. Uh, in his jazzy cave. Question number five. How do your fellow superheroes regard you? <laughs> With is it A? <laughs> is it B? He's he's good for counterfeiters and crime gangs, but pretty useless when it comes to dark side. Uh, C. She, she's usually it says she, but we'll say he. Uh, he's usually effective against uh, aliens and cyborgs for someone with the same level of training as a silver medal winning judo master. D. He's so damn good at his job, he makes me look bad, and I'm telepathic. Or E, arrest on sight. Probably A. <laughs> Plus one. Okay. All right. This is, this is going to – I can't wait for the action figure. Oh, Lord. Lee George Cade, are you listening? Are you uh, – now, someone's going to have to explain what a legacy hero is. Are you a legacy hero? That, that's a second-generation or third-generation hero, like the son of a superhero mm-hmm. is a legacy hero. All right. Okay. Everyone agree? Got it. Sounds All right. good. So are you a legacy hero? No, yes, or hmm. No. No points. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. No points awarded. No. 
Here's, yeah. here's, here's a good one. My father was a school principal. I don't know how that goes. Do you fight crime with a significant other? <gasps> now, that's not like a part. It's not like a sidekick. It's like uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary. Right. Data. All right. Spider-Man uh, Black Cat. Yeah. No, I'm more of a lone wolf by choice, of course. It's A. B. Yes, and Booster Gold counts. C. No, and Robin does not count. D. Yes, my gun. Wait, wait, wait. E, no, sex makes my boner go crime, boner for crime go flaccid. <laughs> Sorry, I ruined that. <laughs> Sorry about that. What was this drink called? The flaccid. That's Chris Catan. The Chris Catan. Uh, C. C, no, and Robin does not count. Five points. What city are you most familiar with? We can't say Salt Lake. You have to pick one of these. Uh, New York City circa 2010. Metropolis circa 2010, Central City circa 1945, <laughs> Gotham City circa 2010, or New York City circa 1985. 1985 was a pretty e. party in time. E. e. New York yeah. City, 1985, 10 points. I got a lot of points for that one. What? <laughs> Here's the final, the final question. Oh, thank God. What's your greatest weakness? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, okay. I was waiting for an answer. <laughs> Obnoxiousness. Uh, well, here we go. A. Strength. Oh, thank the you. fact that you don't have any real superpowers. That well, could be good. Uh, B. The fact that you care too much. Oh, that's probably it. Kind of give a shit. Oh. Uh, C. Overzealous spanks. <laughs> D. Daddy issues. Or E. Law enforcement. In other words, the cops are trying to stop you. Uh, a. That would be A, no points. Oh, Tally nice. that up. Mm. And what do we have? 36. 36 points. You are. Okay. The sociopathic pacifist. <laughs> <laughs> this is astonishingly accurate. You, you may not kill people, but you're a pretty spooky guy. Chances are you're teetering on the edge of some psychotic episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> You could also be an amateur superhero like Kickass, which has uh, no compunction, shattering coccyxes. Coccyxes. Tailbones. Tailbones. Oh, shattering your coccyx. So you are the sociopathic pacifist. So. I think that this is astonishingly accurate. And your name is the Segway Avenger. The Segway <laughs> Avenger. Avenger. I was thinking of Fabtabulex. Two wheels. Fabtabulex? <laughs> Fantabulous. I did just go to Moab, and it was Moabulous. Yeah. Moabulous. Moabulous. Moabulous for Fantabulex. Conqueror of Uvula. <laughs> Form up. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, I got a couple. I got a bunch of stuff here. Um, top five dumbest wrestling gimmicks. <laughs> that that segways that, and maces that actually ended up being surprisingly awesome. Oh, okay. And this is uh, Jer Jeremy Azevedo. Uh, he's got a list here of all of these gimmicky wrestlers, but uh, the one that I found interesting was well, I'll tell you, <laughs> the Undertaker. Right. Was a dumb gimmick that ended up being surprisingly awesome. Yeah, he'd, he'd fold their arms and then put them in a body bag and drag them off. That was cool. And then he was like some sort of zombie, right? Right. He was the dead man. They still call him the dead man walking. He is, he is and the then dead he came man back walking. as an undead biker. And uh, Paul Bearer was his name. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> oh, my Undertaker. Thanks a lot spitting on me. Why, now, I sneezed. Why did he have an urn? I didn't God spit on damn it. It, it, was their, it. 
was his mother's ashes or something like yeah. that. Because Paul Bearer of Car- yeah, carried in the Paul urn. Bearer carried the urn in. He said Jeff knows way too much about wrestling. I do too. They okay. both do. That's why. Right. So I'm bringing it here. Do you wrestle each other? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I've ever beefcake. Yeah. yeah. A dumb wrestling gimmick that ended up being surprisingly awesome. No, that was no, actually no, awesome, wasn't. But he was a uh, no Undertaker. Come Hulk Hogan's cousin. Is that right? Yes. In real life or in WWE? In the life? real life. Yeah. In the non kayfabe. That's what All they right. call the wrestling. It's like pretending wrestling's real. They call that kayfabe. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Right. yeah. I love this one. Honky Tonk? Oh, oh, yeah. I remember Honky Tonk. The Elvis Presley douchebag yes. wannabe. Fuck him. No, he was a Comic-Con. <laughs> he was really nice. I don't, I don't give a shit if he's your I, I, fucking uncle. He, he asked me for a nickel, and I said, okay, buddy. <laughs> was he on the streets outside of the San Diego Convention Center? <laughs> was he spare changing? Is that Saying, brother, can you spare a dime? I'll, I'll sing a song oh, for you. Oh, get and, it some oh wait till you... Ooh. Well, but he would smash his guitar over the head of people. That was. You're uh, about to how many guitars my, can you go through? You're about lot. to mention my favorite wrestler of all okay. time. Uh, dumbest wrestling gimmick that ended up being surprisingly awesome, Mankind. Uh, Nick, Nick Foley. Foley. Yeah. My dog's yeah. named Foley. But Mankind was, wasn't he the one with the puppet? The sock no, puppet. No, Mr. Socko, sir. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Right. Mankind. Mankind. No, that, He'd pull it out of his crotch. Mask. Yeah. Oh, he pulls his sock out of his past. Yeah. That was the one. And it, had a, and it had a face painted on yeah. it. Yeah. And he would put it in their crotch. mouths. The mandible claw. Out of his crotch. That was, that was his uh, finishing move, the mandible claw. Ooh. It, it was also Cactus Jack. I'm going to say right now, your dog's cooler than that asshole. No way, dude. I love Mick Foley. <laughs> You're not going to dig Mick Foley. Foley's dog. Cool. All right. Whatever. Did you ever read any of his books? Uh-huh. Yeah, like... Uh, I can't read. What was the one... The fiction one that he made about the boy in no, middle I just, school? I just read the ones about him. Oh, no. His fiction one was good. It was uh, Blogs of Wrath. I I've, it was I've been tongue-tied when I met two... <laughs> plug right, in. Copy. Wink! I've and been uh, tongue-tied twice meeting celebrities. Mick Foley and the guys from the Mighty Boosh. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. But, by the way, Bruce Campbell, you weren't tongue-tied when F- you met fun, me. Fun trivia for Mick Foley's books. I know books. you untangled that. Uh, the, person hey, did the, <laughs> the person who did the oh, illustrations oh, for the Christmas book, Jerry the King Lawler. That's right. Really? Okay. And he can draw. I have a whole box of Mick Foley stuff in the basement. I have a pair of his pants. <laughs> yeah, I think he's in your basement. <laughs> no, I, I have those dude love. Uh, yeah, that was another of his. How did you get his pants? Somebody bought them for me. And I like to wear them every once in a while and freak people out. eBay's a wonderful thing. But uh, this is the one that uh, I, I thought this was interesting. Jeremy Azevedo made this list. Uh, the uh, top five dumbest wrestling gimmick that ended up being surprisingly awesome. The Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. <laughs> yeah. He was awesome. Why the gimmick was retarded. He writes, if you were a millionaire, possibly even a trillionaire, why in the goddamn hell would you want to mince about in tights, wrestling dudes on TV, and getting in fights all the time? Wouldn't you be, like, busy making more money or going on vacation with supermodels? because no, when you're that rich, you're bored. Yeah. you got nothing to do. Was that his look, deal? Look at yes. Tony Stark. He's got nothing to do. He's a okay. millionaire. But here's an interesting point. Ted DiBiase, this is why it was awesome, <laughs> was like a blueprint for gangster rap. It's true. Oh, my God. I... He said, I know this sounds crazy, but look at it like this. He had an entourage with him at all times. Uh-huh. He had a servant that would carry his shit around and take, and take beatings for him. <laughs> take beatings for him without complaint. Uh-huh. He wore excessive amounts of jewelry, not to mention 
his million-dollar belts, which was covered in real golds, uh, gold and diamonds. DiBiase would throw money in people's faces, stuff it in their mouths, buy people's stuff, make it rain, and generally act like a cocky asshole. And if anybody had a problem with it, he would bitch slap them and kill the motherfucker. <laughs> Meanwhile, NWA's Straight Outta Compton wouldn't be released until at least a year after his WWF debut. And Master P was still working in a lousy record store at the time. Ted DiBiase, OG gangster. Hails you! Right, recognize. Think about that for a second. Remember he used to walk I up and think be like, about it. Uh, just give agree. me a belt. I'll give you $3 million. So the belt, yeah. He'd try and pay him off not wrestling. <laughs> he would do that? Yeah. Well, that doesn't Did it ever work? Yeah, no. did it? No. Never worked, huh? There were never <laughs> matches canceled because... Nope. They would just start bolting it by. By the way, fuck you, I quit. Rick, so. Rick, Rick Flair would get insulted and then his face would go bright red like mine. <laughs> okay, um, it's, uh, it's time to smack a bitch. Mm. Uh, what did I do? Uh, oh, you didn't do anything, Scott. <laughs> it's coming, Pierce. It's coming. You're okay. I just I found this online and uh, I could fall on you and you could be injured. <laughs> It'd be like you. a warm pillow. That's, <laughs> that is an awesome. You. That is an awesome I wrestling. I broke my hip on Jimmy Martin. <laughs> Come <off> my lawn. <laughs> uh, the, okay, so. Uh, Dr. Bashir. What? Yes. From Deep Space uh, Nine. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the actor formerly known as Siddig Elfadil, who is now Alexander Siddig. Alexander Siddig. Uh, he's upset about the changes that were made to his character on Deep Space Nine. When they made Wait. him like really smart mm-hmm. and interesting, like the genetically engineered changes thing mm-hmm. or whatever. He wa- he was uh, interviewed on uh, on uh, UGO. I thought he got more interesting. In yeah. That well, that, and that is going to be my argument. He says uh, he didn't learn about the uh, genetically modified Doctor Bashir changes until the yeah. last minute. Uh, on Thursday, the script arrived. We started shooting on Friday. I was so shocked. You know, you get the impression that maybe the producers would sit down and talk about strategies and character arcs with actors. Let's stop right there. Ah. I was waiting for Mr. Pierce to do that. No, they're not going to talk with you. What do you think, Alex? What do you think should happen to the character? Well, they only do that with actors who they're really afraid of losing. Mm Mm-hmm. But this thing came out of the blue and pissed me off so royally. It was a reaction to the fact that the character was genuinely unpopular in the early days. Uninteresting. Because he was not fancy. He was a man of science. He was like half-good-looking, rubbish at pulling girls. I mean, it was all the wrong kind of archetypes. And so they kept trying to do things to make it happen. And I'll have to say, I'm still pretty angry. Did he ever make out with Dax? You know? Oh, that's a good question. Did he? With Ezri Dax? I don't think he did. I know he got on with Ezri, but did he get on with uh, the good-looking good one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he did. Think he, he tried. Did. He got on with the male Dax? Yes. No. When he was an old man? Yes. Oh, oh that's terrible. Oh, no, Ezri man. Dax was the little short girl who was on the last Ezri season. was the little one, yeah. Oh, okay. He just made out with the slug. Because <laughs> 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 Jadzia went off to... And to own a place where Ted Danson went into. But Jet Zia got hooked up with Worf, right? That's, That's right. True. Yeah. Wow. And, and made out with another chick. Oh. That'd be cool looking babies. So why is he upset about this like well, nine years after the show came well, off the air? And, and there's more. You know what he did when he found out about this? What he did? He twittered it. He decided. 
that he was just going to do a shitty job. Really? I, I didn't know this. I couldn't tell the difference. I did the only way that an actor could. I completely destroyed the lines that they gave me uh, regarding the situation. Every time something came up that I was to do with being kind of data-esque, because that's what he was worried about, is that it, he would be data. Uh, I was being very cynical. I just fluffed the lines. Well, I didn't fluff them completely. He fluffed them? You mean he fluffed touched them? their wieners? I... <laughs> Got him ready for the scene. I literally I literally pinned the lines on the back of someone's shoulder once, just reading them. I wasn't even bothered to learn the lines. What a dick. I just pinned them around the office as if they were lines needed for daily modification. Hey, if you they... don't like your job right now as an actor, you know how you prepare yourself for the next role that you're going to get? You act like a dick on the current show that you're on. Yeah. So yeah. when people want to hire you in the future, yes. you're like, how did he do in that show? Sorry, he didn't have a job for eight years until he showed up as a terrorist on 24. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and not only that, please put that out on the internet so future producers and filmmakers can go, hey, have you heard about his work ethic? This guy likes to phone it in. Yep. Sounds kind of like a dick. Well, and here's the thing, though, is that he is completely wrong. They did make the character interesting when we found out he was genetically yes. modified. Yeah. Finally, I cared about Dr. Bashir. Mm-hmm. I agree totally. So Alexander Siddig, or what was his name? Siddig Elfadil. Shut up, you bitch! Oh! So there we go. Testify. Testify. Weirdly All right. enough, he was very nice. Oh, I'm yeah. sure he was, but he's, he's, he's backwards. A doucher. He's Some a people doucher. just have to be a douche in this Douche world. nozzle. And that's why you sometimes you got to smack a bitch. That's right. Ask Million Dollar Man. Back of the hand. Million Dollar Man will tell you sometimes you got to scra- uh, smack a bitch. No, he, but he would say Virgil hit him. Uh, there will be a Scream 4, just so you know. Oh, great. Move on. Hurrah. Thanks, Wes Craven. And uh, the guy who directed The Losers says he wants to do a live-action Robotech movie. Mm, whatever. All right. I think yeah. that's been talked about for a while. How, 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 how much is that movie made now, The Losers? Mm, like twenty-something mm, million. It cost not. like what eighty to make. Yeah. Good luck with that, as SpongeBob says. Now here's something very exciting for <sighs> all of you to go see. Jesus Christ. Again, proving that uh, it would DC. Be cool to go see Jesus Christ. Really, it would be. In 3D, I would insist. Yes. Sunday, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday. Welcome, Jesus Christ. We'll show you the whole scene, but you only need the fucking edge. We're going to have Bigfoot and Gravedigger and Jesus Christ. The son of God. He's going to turn blood God into water. Christ. What? Also got an autograph from Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. He's got some new tricks up his sleeves. And, and by the way, at the start Blood of the show, water? Don't at, worry about it. He'll yeah, <laughs> be walking over a shark pit of water. Water. At, Man, at the start of his show, he lets you examine the water to see that it's not actually wine. <laughs> you'd like Take to come a up sip and examine this. this if you'd like to examine. Take a sip of this, you son of a bitch. Loaves and fishes, nowhere to, nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Boom! And now my assistant Virgil will bring out the nails. <laughs> I've always oh, said... Oh, my God. Whoa. What? I've always said Jesus would be the... It's in the book. It's in the book. What? Jesus would have been the ultimate uh, party guest. Oh, yeah. It's like, dude, we're out of, we're out of booze. I Boom! Not anymore. I'm Jesus Christ. Boom! Thank you. Dude, oh. we're out of chips. Boom! There you go. Um, Bread. Mr. Christ, do you have a card? I'm having a child's party. <laughs> if you thought the Statue of Liberty disappearing was cool, get ready for this. Like you're, you're hanging out in the front room. You're like, oh, my God, you guys got to come in the bathroom. Jesus is walking around on the top of the water in the tubs. That's awesome. I thought you were going to say. Now, I'd like you to inspect the Son of God to see if he is dead. <laughs> have you decided, in oh. fact, that he... I wonder if Jesus stood in a toilet. What? Is it too soon? Is it's that, only been 2,000. Too, been soon, 2000. too soon to make that joke? 
I wonder if Jesus stood in a toilet, right? Because he'd float on top. He'd have to do it like one foot mm-hmm. up. Oh, sorry, Scott right? fell asleep. And he's kind of floating on top of the water, right? And if, so- and if somebody flushed the toilet, would he spin around the circle? Or would he float? Or would he have hover? I don't- he never Does hovered, he- did he? I-, I think he walked on. It said he walked on the water. So I'm thinking if Jesus was standing one-footed in a toilet okay. and somebody flushed the toilet, he would spin around in a circle. I'm drinking There's the Dharma whiskey. Uh, let me have some of that Dharma whiskey. I got, okay. I got some, I got some good th- thinking going on here. How are we going to test this theory? Well, we'll, we'll find all, That's hurly riffic. Let's send Mythbusters oh. on this. Get them on it. <laughs> Scott snorted. I heard it. <laughs> With my own two ears. This so, one was a... Uh, so, so, Adam, how are we going to recreate this experiment? <laughs> He's like, I don't fucking know. Let's figure this out. Well, we got to know. People gotta, need to know. we got to find a virgin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Close your I eyes. I thought it was a taser. Close your eyes and imagine that right now in your head. No. Jesus, one-footed. You're still on that one? You know what I think would happen? I'll tell you what would happen. It would look like figure skating. It would be like, it would be like tripping him. He would fall. Yeah. No. He wouldn't be able to hold his balance. Yeah, he could. No, maybe. that's a very he's fast the son of God. Maybe, he can do no, anything. He's the son yeah, of God. No, he can do it. I bet he'd he defy a, gravity. I bet he'd be a great ice skater, too. Well, then if he can defy gravity, he'll just float. Yep. Exactly. No, he doesn't float. He, he doesn't walks float. on the he water. Either. That's what I'm saying. I think, he he'd, I think he'd spin around. I think he'd trip. Oh, no, he wouldn't trip. He would trip eventually when all the water was gone from the toilet. Because it'd stop him right away. Boom, and then he'd hit the Whoa. thing and fall down. Okay. All right. Welcome, <laughs> welcome back to well, this week in religion. The, yeah. the the stage show I'm about to tell you about doesn't sound nearly as cool <laughs> as Jesus as once Jesus, put it in the toilet. Jesus in 3D. Um, uh, the Batman. Dan looks appalled. No. I'm sorry, Dan. The Batman stage show Ooh. will be swooping la, 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 to a town. Is it Broadway? Near you. It's actually not like a Broadway show. They kept singing. It's. Oh gosh! <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm gonna get it you, Joker. It was the worst evening I ever had. <laughs> you know, I like your version better than this one. I'm Batman. What's wrong? Be a clown. Be a clown. I'm not wearing hockey pads. I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> Uh, Warner Brothers and DC Comics are in the early stages of developing a tour. A tour? Tentatively called Batman Live. Oh, boy. Is it going to be at a Six Flags? Uh, it's going to be kind of like those kind of shows. Uh, it says, working with Nick Grace Management and Water Lane Productions, companies behind the popular Walking with Dinosaurs and Mamma Mia touring shows. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, because those right. are the same things. Says the show is neither a musical nor a Broadway-bound theatrical production, but rather an elaborate arena production aimed at kids and families. <laughs> There's going to be a message not to drugs somewhere in there. What else? Tell me some more. Alan, because <laughs> it's only going to get better. Alan Burnett, uh, animation veteran uh, oh. who who wrote uh, the Batman and Superman mm-hmm. TV shows, Mask of Phantasm, Green Lantern, First Flight, ah, all uh, of which it, I like, is writing the story and script. The log line is being kept under wraps. Because you don't want to steal these ideas. Uh, it will feature <laughs> numerous villains. Um, 
and uh, it's 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 going to be like a a million dollar show. It's going to be like a stunt show and and, and all that kind of thing. I'm just imagining. I'm just imagining in my head, like halfway through the halfway through the show, Batman goes, and "Ladies and gentlemen, moment chance." <laughs> you, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I saw Shields and Arnell. I saw moment chance uh, live. And now the amazing Jonathan. I love the amazing Jonathan. And now a musical interlude from Captain Antonio. It's great to be here. I'm glad to be here at Salt Lake City. You know what this Be sure to tip your wakers. <laughs> the 9 o'clock show is the greatest. Just the All the villains. Next up, Marcus. I'm sorry. <laughs> All the villains in the house say, ho. Oh, uh, justice. All right. Anyway, so that's uh, that's uh, that's. Uh, anybody, uh, anybody, anything before we uh, yes. before we leave? Yeah, anything? Um, I just wonder where I can buy my tickets to the Batman. Show. I know I'm a Spider-Man freak, and I buy way too much Spider-Man stuff. You freak. But man, this book is getting so good right now. The relaunched Ultimate Spider-Man. Freak. This is uh, post um, Ultimatum. Yes, yes, they've relaunched it, and now it's basically Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Oh, so he has uh, uh, Iceman and... Iceman and Human Torch are living with him, p- pretending to be his cousins. Platonically? They have, like, a, an apartment? They're all just kicking it? No, or? they're all living with Aunt May, because... Aunt May, Aunt May knows the whole uh-huh. the whole jig now. So yeah. it's like she's she's like, uh, oh, it's 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 like uh, the facts of life. It, it is, kind and, of. And she's Mrs. Garrett. It's kind of like and the real world. Everybody stops being polite. And and which, being which, one's, which one's the retarded one? If they have the facts of... Never mind. Which, one, wait, which one's Jerry? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, God. <laughs> too soon? Is it too soon? No. It's never too soon. No. But, but this is no. the lesbian one. But, but this book is really it's, funny. It's Brother Voodoo. Um, you see how round Spider-Man's head is yeah. on this cover? Yeah. It looks like a Mendes Sifford's it's, head. It's because his hair is so big. Yeah, he grew a big hair. Yeah. He's got a fro going in there? Like a shag head? He's got big emo hair. That would, uh, so he gets a haircut and suddenly his hair's, or his mask looks more. It looks like Dexter's wife. Her eyes are just separating. I see that mask. I'm looking at it right now. She could wear it. Jennifer Carpenter? I don't talk about her very real name. She's fake to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but, so but this book is really, really good. So you can pick if, that up at Dr. Bolts. Yeah, if you need one Spider-Man fix, this is the one you should pick up, really. It is like Spider-Man's. Can uh, yeah. can podcasters just borrow it from you? Uh, yeah, I yeah. They send you an email yeah, like fans? <laughs> over and over and over again. So Cody Taylor, if you want to borrow, yeah, Cody it. Taylor, send them some emails. All right. Oh, and I'll borrow it, and I'll forward <laughs> them to Scott Pierce. <laughs> any uh, any uh, recommendations uh, down here? Uh, things that you're into that people should be into? Um, just Buffy the Vampire Slayers on Netflix. All uh-huh. of them, and I've been re- rewatching those from so, the beginning. Yeah, from the all beginning, right. that's really good. Second, third, fourth seasons are all I'm so the, yeah. Good. I love I'm in the, mayor. the second one right now. And the it's mayor, phenomenal. the mayor, the mayor, best villain ever, Mister mm-hmm. <laughs> Young. Yes. What do you recommend? I'm still recommending Special Ops Mission. Special <laughs> Ops Mission. Man, thinking about that, I'm going to go home and watch the whole series. You've again. been thinking about that for three weeks now. I, I can't <laughs> stop thinking about it. Um, He's had this distant look. And, and, in his and eyes. I'm, I'm reminiscing on oh, more Star Wars. Look at that. Original Star Wars. <laughs> do not eat the gum. Do yes. not. <laughs> do not do as Jeff does. It cut the roof of my mouth. It did. It I did. can't feel my face. Shannon I, even puts them under his tongue for like four hours, yeah. and it was still like like broken, grounded uh, glass. These are, this uh, piece of chalk doesn't taste good. What these are you talking are, about? These are bubblegum, forty-year-old uh, movie, movie cards. 
Oh, the new Cantina Scenes fifth series uh, from 78. I was seven. Oh, gee. I was, so they're 32 years old. So how do you want to give those away? So, again, uh, PC Laptops Facebook page. You can go to PCLaptops.com. Uh, Where do you Zach's get made a, this? Zach's made a cool link there. So yeah. you can go to our Facebook page. And uh, just go in there and put, uh, like, uh, Geek Show Podcast and PC Laptops. Feel the love. How about and, that? And I'll, we'll pick some winners, and we'll get you some of these Star Wars Where did you Wars get original. this? In his closet? I got this from my little my secret buddy. He's the guy who's got a... My secret <laughs> buddy. Lucas. <laughs> Young. He's got original Star Wars cards. He's got a Captain Picard's chair. What? Mm. The Smithsonian has that. Are you, what? One of the chairs from the, from the show. And, and, one of them. And he has uh, Kirk's original chair with the buttons that are That's kind of the one off. I Who want. has Kirk's original chair? Hey. <laughs> Maybe he, I don't know. I do. <laughs> it's on eBay. <laughs> it's right there. It's, it's, not it's his, pretty good. It's not his, un, it's not his underwater like. toupee. That's, that's the original. Uh, all right. And, and uh, you guys, anything to recommend? This thing that TV you bought shows? Me. Uh, this is, What do you buy you? This is a little thing I got for Shannon because I know he's sort of into DC Comics now. Uh, no, I it looks like a lot of bookmarks. No, it's uh, called the Fandex. And look at this. It's got, you fan it out and it's got the stories of all the dudes on the back there. It looks like a sad Superman right all there. All the origins and stuff. Oh, later at the Hall of Justice. Hey, hey guys. We go. This is so a great party. But it's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty good. So on, the, <laughs> superheroes. so on the front, there's the picture of the hero. And then on the back, there's... The, the Wonder Twins aren't in there, right? Oh, look. Oh, I wish. Not. For Wonder Twins, they're not. And the monkey. Okay. His name was what? Gleek? Go buy Gleek. this. Yeah. Gleek. I'm Batman. <laughs> Any... <laughs> Anything uh, on TV I we should be aware of? I would just like to invite everyone next week to join us for another episode of This Week in Religion. Okay. We'll have that show refined by next week. We will have Ooh. it figured out sequentially, all the special effects. We'll get Penn and Teller on this. We'll go through the entire great. list of apostles and what would happen to them in a toilet. And uh, uh, <laughs> Jeff would also. <laughs> That's a good story. got it back in my head again. Oh, wow. No, it's, it's like Will It Blend. Whoa, whoa, it's like Will It whoa. Blend, except <laughs> Will It Spin. It's toilets and apostles. <laughs> it's like, forgive that father for that. No, not. Whoa. Not, whoa. Not, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> uh, anyway, and. Uh, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, uh, of course, uh, Jeff has uh, also recommended these uh, kid robot. Is it kid robot? Yeah. Uh, Futurama figures. <laughs> but those darn Japanese make you buy boxes, and you don't know. They're sight assholes. You yeah. don't know what you're buying. They're That's so. Cute. They're a very sneaky people. I had to buy. <laughs> I had to buy two to get Morbo. You have Morbo. I have Morbo. Yeah. I, I have Fry, Bender, and Leela. I traded. I think Fry for. I Lila. love those. I wonder what happened to them in the toilet. And Doctor Bolts. Oh, and uh, let's uh, before we go. This is uh, this show dedicated. This is a month ago, and I'm sorry I didn't mention it. Frank Frazetta died. Yes, oh. the fantasy. Artist. You know Frank Frazetta, who got uh, got us through uh, those rough teenage years with uh, inspired a million those, murals on the side of a fucking van. Yep, some of those uh, heavy metal uh, album covers got us through some lonely nights. Thank you, Frank. Uh, all right, is that good? Be more ham. Little kids downloading hit songs. They think that makes sense when they know that it's wrong. Hey, Mr. Record Man, the joke's on you. Running your label like it was 1992. Hey, Mr. Record Man, your system can't compete. It's the new artist model. File transfer.
You don't need a million dollars to launch a career. If your style is unique and you practice what you preach, mind a threat and jello, but the things to teach. I've got G5 production, content videos, touring with a laptop, rocking pack shows. The old school major deal, it makes no sense. Endangered servitude, the cause are too immense. The fingers in the dam, but the crack keeps on growing. Can't stop all the water when it's freely flowing. Record sales slipping down 8%. Increased download sales, you can't prevent. Satellite radio and video games change the terrain, it will never be the same. Did you know in 10 years, labels won't exist? Goodbye, DVDs and compact discs. Hey, Mr. Record Man, what's wrong with you? Still living up your catalog from 1982. Hey, Mr. Record Man, your system can't compete. It's the new artist model, file transfer. charged us for music for years and now we're just trying to find a fair balance i hate to say it but welcome to the future (laughs) 